Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Nathan back with another video presentation here on YouTube. I hope each and every one of you are having a great weekend. We're getting ready for the work week, staying safe. And it's April, the first Saturday in April. Easter is almost upon us. Uh, spring is somewhat in the air. Um, cannot believe it's April. I cannot believe that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before we get into the video, this is episode 19. 19? Yeah, no, episode 20, excuse me. It's episode 20 of the podcast, season six, Big Link Sports Talk podcast. Um, in this video, we'll be breaking down the final four. We're going to recap the final four for the women. And then we're going to recap the national championship. Congratulations to the University of South Carolina Gamecocks uh, as they defeated uh, the University of Connecticut. University of Connecticut Huskies. Uh, so we're going to start the final four recap, and then we're going to break down the national championship game. Episode twenty-one. I will focus. We will focus on the men final four and give the preview for the national championship. Uh, as far as the Orioles and national videos for the prediction video, those will, those two videos will end season six, and we will start season seven with opening day for Major League Baseball for the Orioles and Nationals, of course. Um, WNBA mock draft will be up. I'm looking along the lines of Tuesday, Wednesday, because the draft is actually coming up. We're about almost a week. It'll be a week from a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow, a week from tomorrow on the 11th. So be tuned. I'll be definitely have the mock draft 3.0. That's when the final mock draft for the WNBA uh, 2020, the 2022 draft. Uh, definitely be tuned in for that. Uh, Sean Spencer, shout to Sean Spencer. Uh, we've come up with a date. We will do the final, our final mock draft 2.0 next week. So be tuned in for that. Um, where we're, we're still looking to see if there's any, any big time move that's going to happen with free agency. Uh, I will just say this for the record. Some things did change with the mock draft for 2.0. Uh, for me, I don't know, but I can't speak for Sean. So definitely be tuned in for that, ladies and gentlemen. And that's really kind of where season seven is going to be at. Uh, we will get into the, we will re we will break down the NBA playoffs. Uh, we'll definitely be recapping those games. Um, as far as the Wizards go, ladies and gentlemen, I've mentally checked out watching them. They got blown out by 40, 42 points. Uh, today against the Boston Celtics. I'm I'm done with them. Um, we only got what, five games left. I, I'm just I'm throwing the white flag on the Wizards. So that is pretty much the announcements that I have for the podcast upcoming episodes. Definitely, definitely, ladies and gentlemen, be tuned in for those episodes. So with that being said, let us get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. The final four for the ladies. Um, I'll be honest, um, the, the Huskies surprised me. I didn't, I didn't have them getting far as a sweet 16. Uh, I thought the matchup, I would have predicted them going against Iowa. That didn't happen. Um, I was my was predicting that all four number one seeds, South Carolina, Louisville, Stanford, and 
NC State would have gotten to the Final Four. Uh, I have to eat crow and uh, accept the fact that Maryland, I said they were going to be in the Final Four, and then I was wrong on that prediction. Um, but uh, UConn, I got to give it's you know that was surprising. That was a good overtime. It was a good game um, overtime against NC State. We already talked about it in the previous episode. We're not going to talk about Coach Westmore again and the decision making on that on his part. But we're going to start with the Lady Gamecocks versus the Lady Cardinals. Stanford. Uh, biggest for me takeaways in that game. The final score was seventy-two fifty-nine. Uh, Aaliyah Boston. He's just been who's been on the tear. Uh, had led, led the way with another 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 double double. Um, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but she definitely. I'll, I'll say, and she, even though she had a double double in tonight's championship game, uh, but she's now thirty uh, double doubles. Uh, just another dominant performance. That, that's that's what the that's what a player of the year looks like. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me, I took away from it was Louisville had to figure out how to use its size and take advantage, of how to create mismatches against South Carolina's size. And I didn't see that. Um, they really didn't make a dent in South Carolina's defense like I thought they would. Uh, particularly going listing like in the first few minutes of the game. Offensively, when they're on the boards, you know, on the offense on the defensive side, offensive side, South Carolina, they are in the trenches battling for those offensive rebounds. I mean, they drew a couple fouls. Um, I know they, had, particularly in the first quarter, they had 14 points. Louisville only had four because it just again, that's the length inside. There was just no answers to, you know, trying to commit. You know, get, for example, Leah in foul trouble. I, I was looking to see how Louisville would take advantage of that. Uh, I do feel like Louisville. Coming out the gates was a bit flustered, uh, particularly I was seeing a lot of missed layups. You know, we're not slowing that, you know, we're not taking when the, when, particularly in the, in, in the playoffs, but in any sport, the, the game slows down. And I, I think when you slow down and you try to and you run a play. You have to set the tone. And, and I, I didn't see that from Louisville. I just saw they kind of were like, well, we're, we're kind of getting our ass kicked and then kind of were panicking. There was no, no – I just see – I was just the, – the nerves were not calm. I think there was just a lot of jitters. That's what I saw, particularly uh, Haley Van Lith. They completely took her out the game. I mean, Bria Beal – I mean, she her 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 size just makes a difference. I mean, she blocked two of her jump shots, and then you know, again, trying to find take trying to find opportunities against South Carolina size didn't see that. Like they had particularly um, in the half court, all in the half court, South Carolina. You know, there were points where Louisville was 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 a four court was a half court press, half court trap. 
And a lot of the, and the when you when you when we if you're going to do that, it has to be a, a tight knit def- defense. Like they had 11 assists on the first in the first half on 15 shots. Like they were at one point they were starting to double Aaliyah Boston, and what was she doing? She was getting her teammates involved. Uh, so that, and again, that's another thing too is the ability for an inside like an inside player like Aaliyah to see the double team and get the ball to the open player. Now, I will say that particularly going into the second quarter of that game, the Cardinals, they particularly in transition, they pushed the the, the pace was better. They did capitalize on some mistakes uh, South Carolina, South Carolina, excuse me, they had. And also, too, look at Emily, Emily Instegler, um, Olivia Cochran. She had some, a, a, a decent game. Who else was thinking of? Kiana Smith. Uh, they had one point had a three-point lead. But they had no answers for Aaliyah Boston. I mean – how to you know even if it's just getting her you know doubling um we're gonna make her be a passer you know i'm gonna let no this no disrespect to zaya zaya cook or destiny henderson i'm gonna make them shoot the ball uh i i didn't see that on the defensive side i mean again their size that was the key it was just if their size was just too much for louisville um I, I thought the game was was practically over, uh, particularly just. I mean, again, the Cardinals just had no that just had no no answers for South Carolina in the paint. I, I thought uh, Zaya and and Destiny they made uh, they <laughs> Olivia and and Emily pay for it. They did, uh, and then I'm also looking at you know I gotta give Victoria Saxon some love too. Um, they just on the offensive side of the ball, defensive. I mean, no answers. Like there was a point where Louisville went into a two-three zone, and that still was no help. To the point where they were down fifteen points going into the third quarter. I I just think that I gotta get. I got. I have to give the Louisville Cardinals some respect. I, I do think that it was a good year. But you gotta give. I gotta take you gotta take your hat off to South Carolina. It just was one of those games. It was defensive. They, it was just their defense, and particularly <laughs> until like the last couple of minutes of the game, I was like, I saw Coach Coach Stanley Staley. She really had put out a full court press, and I'm like, wow, okay, um, even to the point. You know the Cardinals, same what, same thing. They had in the half court with the with half court press, still no answers. I mean, again, take your hat off to the Cardinals. It was a good season, I think. In, in my personal opinion, I think Emily S. S. Tegler made a case to be uh, a first round pick in this upcoming WNBA draft. I mean, they got a good, they got a bright future, good program. You know who, you know, it all depends on who stays and who. You know, come who if someone decides to transfer. I know they're losing a couple of players, uh, the seniors. 
You might have some players that may leave through the transfer portal. You might have some that come. You might have some that come from the transfer portal. Who knows? But um, hats off to Louisville. It was a great season. Uh, but you know, South Carolina was just a better team, and um, that was one of the reasons why they were in the national championship tonight. Now, the next game. Uh, this was probably the most surprising game. Uh, the <clears throat> the, uni- the University of Connecticut Huskies. Why? What is this? I must have been in trouble. Hold on. Maybe me one second, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Okay. This is why we have to be patient with technology, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I was shocked. I, I I will be the first to say that I was completely shocked with this game. Uh, I my money was on Stanford. Uh, the final score was 63-58 Huskies. I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Well, act like I know this was coming because I did it. What the hell was that? Hey, what the hell? You freaking kidding me? If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Uh, wow. The, the reigning, now former, now reigning chance. Um, I, I thought coming into this game, uh, after beating Texas, Beating Maryland, I I really thought they had this game in the bag. Not taking anything away from the Huskies, but this was a this was a look. I, I was surprised with the scoring. That again, it came down to defense. Um, Stanford, I. Their size, to me, coming into this game was the was the factor, but it to me, when you let Aaliyah Edwards and um, I can't think of her, I know her last name, Nelson Odota, they. Won the battle in the paint. That was significant. That was to me the most key thing that I saw. Now UConn argued that I think played some of the best defense they had. I, I thought uh, again. I said coming into this game, don't break, don't bend defense. I did say that. Um, the, the UConn was the better team on the defensive side. The Cardinals. Offensively, again, I was looking. For, I don't know where the offense went. The same offense that beat Maryland, um, the same offense that beat Texas. Now the cracks in the way did show, began began to show. In my personal opinion, I'm not being. I, I'm, this is just my opinion. I noticed it against Maryland because at one point they were up. I believe it was what 25, and brought it down. We lost by five points, and. Fun fact, they scored the 60 points. This is the fifth time they've done that. 
when they they shot 35, I would say look under 35% from the field and 17 and like eight, like 17% from three. They turned over the ball 11 times. Other than Haley Jones, who I think obviously is the star, I was looking for uh, Cameron Brink and the Hall sisters. Lexi Hall, for example, who to me well, coming into this game, she's average coming coming in going into that game was averaging 22 points a game, was held to just 12 or two of shooting. That can't happen. That's where that points to coaching. I'm not calling out Coach Vanderbilt, but then had to be some type of adjustments. Okay, well, she's now if 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 I know my player is missed six straight shots. Okay, I have to figure out how to make her get easy but easy shots. And there was a lot of examples in the game where there go there are stretches where you look at Stanford offensively, like there's good what two I'll say between two to five minutes. They they look lackluster. They look completely they look like deer in headlights offensively. Like there's a particular uh I think they're up 34 31 if I'm mistaken. And like UConn, they did. They almost forced a turnover, and 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 I, and I, I hate this. this <clears throat> I, I don't want to use hate. That's a strong word. It bothers me on off the ball where there's no ball movement. Everybody's just standing around, and to me. You're not gonna get you, you got you gotta move without the ball. I don't we gotta get a pick and roll, something. But there was a point that in that particular possession, they didn't even get the ball inside the paint. And then they jacked up a, a bad three. And I, I mean it, it was just a bad possession. Now, I will say this. You have to give Stanford some credit. Repeating is repeating is tough. That's for any team. Um, I still think that they're one of the best teams in the nation. Shout out to the Stanford Cardinals. Uh, it's going to be an interesting WNBA class these next couple years. Uh, Haley Jones, Cameron Brink, Lexi Hall, uh, Lacey Hall. Um, but biggest takeaway is the offense. What happened? You know, where were the adjustments? Getting easy buckets. I, I thought I, I knew the game was 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 over. And and the thing is, the last couple of minutes of that game, UConn was giving the game away. There were at least two out, there were two turnovers. And I'm sitting going like, okay, they're gonna take advantage of it. Didn't see that. I think there were there were opportunities Stanford did not take advantage of. Paige Beckers, she had 14. Uh, Evina Westbrook, she gave me a good 12 points. Um, Haley, Haley Jones had 20. Cameron Brink had 15. But, you know, when I look at the box score, those were the only two for the Stanford Cardinals that were the only ones 
Where the hell are you? You got to be kidding me. Those were only two that showed that there were in double figures. Everybody else, I you couldn't find them. So, I, I mean, I, I, it's just, yeah, take your hat off to, to UConn. Um, I was surprised, you know, going into this, watching the game. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, I will say, in the fun fact, I think they're like now the fourth team to beat the number one seed. Three, no, they beat three number one seeds to get to the national championship. So you got, I, you just got to give them, got to give them credit. But uh, I, I thought going, I thought this had the Vegas have a good game. Uh, they only had twenty one points in the first quarter, and that to me was. I set the tone for the rest of the game. Again, it was a don't break, don't bend defense. Uh, no, neither side really tried to build any. No one tried to build a lead, and at times during the game, both sides struggled to, to score. Um, you know, I UConn they did not have a good game with the turnovers. I thought that was another key, and the free throws. Um, that's what saved them. That's what truly saved the Huskies. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, then there were two. And it finally, finally happened. We had the University of South Carolina versus the University of Connecticut, the national championship tonight. And... I knew right out the the from the from the, from the beginning up the start of the game, it was a rat. It was a rat. There's nothing you could say, uh, nothing you could really do. Um, if you're the Cardinals, I mean, if you were South Carolina, um, I mean, excuse me, if you're UConn, there's nothing you could really do. I I will say this. Destiny Henderson, guy that gave her a shout out. Uh, she she's made her case to be to be a potential uh, first round pick in this draft. She had twenty six points. Um, again, the others. We all know coming into this game, Aaliyah Boss is the X factor, but it's the others around Aaliyah, Zaya, Bria, Destiny, Victoria. How can the uh, the others have to play? have to step up and destiny henderson i, I gotta get destiny also to play was defending the best player on the other side of the ball that was Paige beckers i mean that's well i mean that was some some of the best defense i've ever saw anyone play i mean i think that was a key to me and UConn are not of, of their turnover issues. Also, UConn having trouble in transition uh, to, to stop the transition. I didn't see that because no matter where you look in transition, the game, the Lady Gamecocks were getting easy buckets, whether that was layups or even threes. Um, where, you know, listen. You just have to tip your hat off 
like the biggest thing was the was just defense. Like, I I will give this. They only had UConn only had eight points. The first quarter it was twenty two to eight. I mean, yes, UConn started chipping at the game, but I, I will say that what was surprising to me was is that they played. UConn was just sloppy. I mean, South Carolina, I mean, on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, South Carolina controlled the boards. I mean, the score, I think I wrote it down. I have 41-20. And I, I think the second set getting second chance points, that's what hurts your that 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 makes a difference. And I think again, going back to the you know, the, the UConn's um failed to uh, their ability to – they did not stop the transition. I thought the pace, they did not slow South Carolina down, and they committed 21 fouls. That can't happen. And already going in, going, you know, with last minute of the game, you're sending them to the, foul, to the free throw line. Now, the third quarter for UConn was their best quarter that they only played, like – Let's just keep it real. Paige was really the only one out there that, other than Avina, I mean, she was held to 14 points, but she was, again, the only player in double figures. Christina Williams, uh, yeah, she only had two points. AZ Fudd only had three. And, uh, you know, you hear she was. She didn't practice. She wasn't at shoot around. She was sick. Um, then it, it just, no matter where you looked, um, Aaliyah Edwards and uh, what's her name? Caroline uh, uh, Dunchme, I think they say her name. Like they had combined 17 points. Olivia, a lesson, Olivia Nelson. I mean, she had four points. This. Just it just didn't. They just had no answers. And this in coming into this game, UConn they all had to play great. And the fouls, the ability, the 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 fail. They failed at trying to stop the transition on on the offensive on the defensive side of the ball, and the fact that you held Beckers. Aaliyah Fudd and Williams to just 19 points. And on top of that, I was looking for some others for South Carolina. I mean, excuse me, for UConn to step in there. I I, I just, I didn't see it. So when are we going to say something about it? I'm just, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble because I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Um, but again, I gotta give the Huskies. I gotta give them some some respect. They won the 10-0 run. Uh, they brought. They were at one point. They were down thirty to twelve, and then going to halftime, they were down thirty-four twenty-seven, and then they were down forty-three thirty-seven. So you have to give them back. I mean, they did have some fight, but it it just was no. No answers. No answer for the deep. No, no answer on the, on the defensive side of the ball, and oh, offensive side of the ball. And I mean, 
you can tip your hat off to tip, tip your hat off to them. Uh, they they were the best team, and I you know I, I heard I heard Coach G talk about this was the most trying year. He dealt with injuries. Uh, I get it, and you know it sucks, but they they still got there. I still think that they have you know they're I mean they're gonna lose a couple players this year, but you know I, I just don't feel like. I don't know. I, I I just feel like the media is going to find ways to make excuses instead of just calling it for what it is. Like they still have, they're still going to have, they won't, they won't have Chris, uh, Christina Williams. Uh, I believe Olivia is a free, is a, a freshman. Avina is a, is a, I mean, she's just, um, no, Olivia's a senior. Avina's a senior. So they're going, they're going to lose some players. Um, but I, I still I, – I can see UConn come getting back there. Uh, may I mean, it all depends. But uh, congratulations to, to, the, to the Lady Gamecocks. But more importantly, you know, it, it's – this was their year, and you, you can't take that away from them. You know, when – it just – just it was a team effort, you know. Aaliyah Boston had eleven point sixteen rebounds, and you know Zaya Cook, you know she gave me a good a good an eleven points five rebounds. Uh, you know, I, Victoria just another example. Victoria Sexton she had six points five rebounds. It's just it was a team effort, but more importantly. This team was on a mission to just see from last year, you know, Aaliyah missing the, the potential game-winning shot, and they have the shot of her crying, um, and then you're seeing that plastered all over social media, and then they, and then for some reason they just kept. I don't under, I just never understood the I, the behind of just continuing to play to show that over and over and over, but yet I, I'm not, you know, what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone. That's okay. Um, showing that, and I, I just something just said, just something just clicked, and I just said they're going to win that. They're going to, they're going to win the national championship next year, and you get you just got to give you got to give them credit. I'm I'm happy for happy for Leah, um, even though she's the senior next year. We all know most likely. I'm calling it right now. Leah Boston next year. Will be the number one overall pick in the 2023 WNBA draft. Guaranteed. So, um, you got to take your hat off to them. Congratulations to Coach Staley. Um, she's definitely, definitely um, setting the tone for generations to come, particularly for young, for for, for black women. You know, I, I just just the job she's doing. Um, you know, she's the first coach, African American, first black, first African American coach to win two national championships. Um, you got to give her that. You got to give her flowers on that. Um, and then it also, I mean, what she won with Asia Wilson, of course. Uh, shout out to Asia Wilson. But I think this one to me was more meaningful 
I know this one, I'm not taking anything away from that 2017 one. I just think this one was more meaningful because last year they should have won it, but fate said something otherwise. So they both at this one was just more genuine, even though that South Carolina team was was pretty dominant. I'm not gonna take anything away from it. But this one to me, in my personal opinion, was more genuine for them. So uh because it is it's just for me when if, if that was me in that position, yeah, I'm coming back fully motivated and winning a national championship. Like for example, like when the I'll use the Spurs when they played uh when LeBron James is in Miami. Uh if Ray Allen doesn't make that three, the Spurs win the championship. The next year the Spurs come back and it, it's a mission. So it, it's it's obviously it's 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 moments like that that make you play better. Like Michael Jordan said it and said it best. Before you succeed, you must first learn to fail. And they the Lady Gamecocks, they learned and they just got better as individuals and they kept each and I've just it just the way they kept they've kept each other motivated and they've just pushed themselves and just trusted one another. That's what a championship team looks like, ladies and gentlemen. And you gotta give you gotta you gotta give them the credit. So um but you know I'm congratulations. Um it's painful that it's not Maryland. That's okay. Uh next year. Next year. Next year. I'm proclaiming it next year. Um just again congratulations. I'm happy for Leah because we're both Sagittarius. Shout out to the Sagittarius Nation. But congratulations to the Lady Gamecocks. But congratulations to you know, the University of Yukon Huskies. Shout out to the Huskies. Um, great season. Uh, even though, you know, they number two seed to get to the to the national championship with the injuries that they've had. Can't take, you know, that's a lot. That just says a lot about, you know, again, their tenacity, their will, their fight as well. Because uh, I think I think it was Christine that said at one point it was just five of them practicing. So it's just Tim's hats off to a big game, but South Carolina was the better team. Um, congratulations to them again. But I just have a feeling that you're going to have some people in the media find a way to spin the narrative and make and make it about and take and try to take the moment away from the Lady Gamecocks. And that's I just have a feeling that's going to some somebody is going to find a way to do that. But um, with that being said, that that's it for the women uh, season. Um, now we just wait and see what happens for the transfer portal. Um, and again, congratulations to those that are seniors. Uh, moving on to a new part, new part of the new a chapter closes a new a new no, sorry a new chapter ends another new chapter starts. Maybe another chapter uh, starts for everybody. Um, like I said, WNBA mock draft. Uh, Destiny Henderson made a case for making made, made a strong case that she could be a, a potential first round pick. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's going to do it. Y'all, let me know y'all thoughts. What did you guys think of the Final Four? What did you think of the national championship game? Um, be sure to give this video a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. I will do painfully. I will have to recap the men's final four shot to Sean Spencer. Uh, as 
North Carolina is going to the net. Where's the clip? I don't have it. Damn. I wish I had that clip. Wait, do I not have it? No, that's not the one. Okay, it's a different clip. But anywho, uh, I will be back on to break down the final four for the men and then give the preview for the national championship, the Jayhawks versus those Tar Heels. So with that being said, I'm out. Peace. Stay up, y'all. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.